Hello, and welcome back to the Site School Podcast. My name is Valerie Stimmick Bailey, and I am your hostess on this journey to help you learn how to grow and earn more from your sites. I am here today to go through another one of my case study updates. And if you are not familiar with this style of episode, you might want to go check out the feed and see if any other topics are of interest to you. But if you love digging into the numbers, the data, peeking under the hood of how a website works to try and learn what you can do better, you have come to the right place. I do these case study updates for all of my websites. Typically, I offer them around around six months, nine months, and then annually starting at 12 months. So today we're talking about my Jordan Traveler site, jordantraveler.com, which has just crossed the two year mark. And two years is kind of a big deal for me. I typically start a website with the idea that I will run it for two years and then make a decision about what to do. So here we are at a milestone for this website and I'm gonna dig into the numbers, how well it's performed so far in the last two years, what I've been working on, what I've learned and what I plan to do next. Let's jump right in. So I launched Jordan Traveler on May 7th of 2021, and this started as a spin out from my main travel blog, Valerie and Valise. Now, if you have followed me for any length of time, you know that many years ago, my travel blog was very general. It had lots of different destinations I covered, including places like London, also run a site about that. I covered space tourism, run a site about that. I had Harry Potter articles, oh, run a site about that. I had articles about the country of Jordan and traveling there. So. In the course of the pandemic, I started breaking them out into niche sites, which I think we can agree was the right strategy. A lot of people have started niche sites in the last two years and doing that with a little bit of feeder content from an existing domain was very powerful to help them jumpstart. So I think I had four articles, five articles maybe, took those five articles, moved them to a new domain, set up the redirects properly, and then started publishing new content such that as of two years, there are about 67 articles on Jordan Traveler, which for a while I stuck to the weekly cadence. I did pretty well, but it's definitely fallen off. And, and my goal typically right now is weekly, and if not weekly, three weeks out of every month. So I kind of try and aim for that. But as you can tell, if there's been over 100 weeks since I started publishing and I only have 67 articles, I get things published about two out of every three weeks. Now, the monthly page views last month, which was April 2023, was 45,500. Really nice, uh, very healthy little site. And the highest it's ever been was in January of 23, when I hit 57,000 page views. And that was very exciting because winter is the peak for Jordan travel because it is a very hot destination in the summer. So January's are always going to be the best time of year for that site. But the nice thing about this site is it also does get some traffic in the months of October and November when the rest of my sites tend to suffer just because of the way that tourism works in other destinations that I cover. Now, 89% of the traffic does come from Google. That's pretty normal for most people at this stage unless you have a very social media driven website. And uh, <laughs> I have a whopping 28 email subscribers because in April, finally, finally, after five months since I set my email goal, I set up Grow by Mediavine and started collecting emails. So my whopping 28 subscribers have not even received a first email from me, but I've started collecting them finally, which I will come back to as it was one of the goals that I set the last time I did a case study update. Now, one of the big questions that people often have is how much money have I earned? Because of course, all the rest of the metrics don't matter much unless it's a hobby. We're not here for hobbies, though if you have a site that's a hobby, I totally support that. My point is primarily that we're here to do business. And so what did I do with my business? Jordan Traveler has earned $5,900. And most interestingly, which I will come back to, is that only 29% of that has come from ads. So this site looks very different when I break down its income strategy because it is not driven by advertising, even though it gets pretty healthy traffic. Now let's talk about the takeaways that 
that I have from the last six months. And if you have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you will recall that Jordan Traveler's 18-month case study update was episode three. So you could always go back and listen to that and see how bad my podcast sounds, but also, you know, how well I hold myself up to the goals that I set. The primary things that I've taken away from running this site in the last six months is that niches can be small and mighty. Uh, I think small but mighty sort of diminutive to the smallness. Jordan is just not going to be a very big site. It does not have the same volume that other destinations around the world do, in part because it is in the Middle East and people are nervous about traveling there. But it is possible to build sites about less popular or less searched destinations that are still very valuable for your business portfolio or just your first blog. So the key here is doing your good keyword research before you get started. And I have a tendency to start my websites because I find a competitor that I think is doing a bad job and just want to do it better than them. So I have a very competition driven mindset when I pick projects. And that did kind of happen with Jordan Traveler. I found some other Jordan blogs and I was like, I can do it better than them. So I started my own site. Usually works well. Uh, In the case of Jordan Traveler, it has worked well. It's been able to do pretty good financially. It gets good traffic. But some other examples would be my Sausalito site, Discover Sausalito, which I just covered recently on episode 15. Uh, That site's never going to make much money. It may never make any money. It's just too small of a niche to make money. But there's a sweet spot here where you can find a small niche that is not super saturated and you can potentially grow to have it be a meaningful part of the work that you're doing. So basically my takeaway here is do good keyword research before you get started. If you do good keyword research after you get started, you're kind of already committed both mentally and financially and it's a lot harder to let go of a project. If you do good keyword research before you start publishing on a new site, if you're especially if you're considering a new site, you will save yourself from having the Discover Sausalitos of the world that don't ever make any money and you can have more of the Jordan Travelers of the world. The other takeaway that I have is to not sleep on affiliates. So think that affiliate marketing is vastly underused by most bloggers. I'd say there's an exception. If you are in lifestyle, particularly fashion and maybe food, those niches tend to kill with affiliate marketing and I am super jealous, but in travel, it's not the case. It's just a lot harder because typically our purchase items are much bigger tickets, but that doesn't mean you can't still create content and have a strategy with affiliate marketing in mind. So you wanna still do good keyword research, you wanna think about SEO, you wanna think about EEAT, but you want to also consider what keywords there may be that have really good affiliate opportunities. So for example, in Jordan, I have Best Glamping in Wade Rum. It's a nice affiliate post because it has good hotel linking opportunities, but it's also glamping. So it sits a little bit higher than the average accommodation option. And it just gives me the chance to earn money. I mean, I said 29% of my income comes from ads. The rest comes from affiliates. So the vast majority of the money that I've made from the site has come from hotel bookings. And that is not something that's the case for most of my sites, but I also do a lot more dedicated hotel posts on Jordan Traveler because I've seen them do well. So just something to keep in mind. Uh, Don't ever sleep on the affiliates. Look at those affiliate keywords, consider how they fit into your strategy, and they may be a really powerful part of your monetization. So let's talk about what's next with this site. At the 18 month mark, I set two goals, which I come back to now. One was the full email Monty and my whopping 28 email subscribers suggest that I have finally gotten off my duff and started thinking about that. I did realize though, I'm never going to do a full court press on email like I do with some of my other sites. I think for the most part, people who sign up on this site just want basic information and then they will unsubscribe after they go to Jordan and they probably will never go back. So I'm just going to have a pretty simple system. I'm going to have people sign up. I'm going to send them weekly emails. They might get a welcome series of a couple emails when they first sign up, but it's not gonna be super complicated. I'm not gonna have a bunch of products I'm pushing, et cetera. 
Speaking of products though, I did say I wanted to focus on affiliate content and I took a little bit of a hiatus in the last six months, but I am definitely focused on making sure my affiliate content currently is well updated. And I'm always looking for those good opportunities for hotel, tour, etc. keywords that make a ton of sense for this site. Now, moving forward, the things that I am focused on are twofold. One is what I'm calling a comprehensive and self-sustaining content strategy. And that is sort of a mouthful just to say that I want to get to the point where I've covered Jordan Travis pretty well, but I don't need to be creating new content every single week to keep Google happy. This site sits somewhere between some of my other sites that I've done case studies for recently. For example, in episode 17, I talked about how I'm going to sell my Great Plains travel guide site, potentially. This site, I don't wanna sell, it earns really well and I don't have to do a ton of work on it, but I'd also like to not have to do any, basically any work if I don't have to, other than just keeping things updated, which can be outsourced. So I'm going to focus on creating content this year that fills in the gaps that I've identified and then needs sort of just basic updating and maybe one new post every two to three months. That feels like a really sustainable way to run a small niche site in the portfolio that I have and still have it do pretty well earnings, still be giving people really great valuable content that they weren't getting anywhere else, but not require a ton of attention from me. So that's what we're going for. Remainder of 2023, filling out the content gaps that I've identified and then sort of shifting to keeping things updated and occasionally adding new content when I get those really good keyword opportunities, but not focusing as heavily on this site and kind of letting it do its thing and just be a really nice resource out there without a ton of work on my part. Uh, if it helps from a quantitative standpoint, I'm thinking of switching from about 75% new content to about 75% updated content. The other focus I have in the next year is to build my off Google traffic sources. So one of those things will be on email. I think that that is long overdue for basically all of my sites. And I'm sure if you're listening, you, you feel me. Um, we just don't focus enough on email. I think it has the potential to be really powerful for every business. You certainly need it for keeping people in your ecosystem and we don't do enough there. So collecting emails, sending regular emails, hopefully getting some traffic out of that. And the other thing is building out the Instagram account that I have for Jordan Traveler. So weirdly, my Instagram account there grows organically. I built it right after I went to Jordan the last time. I have plenty of content to share. I don't share very much and it somehow still has hundreds of followers and it gets new followers every week because there aren't a lot of good English accounts on Jordan travel on Instagram. So I like to get into the habit of posting somewhat consistently on that account. Though, of course, you know me, I say that about all my accounts and still working on getting consistent on Instagram. Maybe once I'm not publishing on all these sites so much, I'll have time to focus on those things. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's what I'm gonna be focusing on. Not gonna be selling this site. Not going to be going all in on this site either. Kind of uh, looking for a bit of a balance that's more sustainable. And uh, as you may recall at the top, I said that the two-year milestone is pretty important to me because that's where I decide what I'm going to do and this site is going to continue but I'm not going to do another case study until next year so you won't hear anything about the site until next year unless you head over to the site school blog and look at some of my quarterly accountability posts that I do where I talk about these different goals I set in these case studies and how I'm doing on them I will wrap it up here I hope this has been helpful for you this site is sort of conventional, but also has its own unique opportunities and things that I'm working on. I am always happy to receive your feedback in the forms of ratings and reviews on whatever podcast player you're listening on. Or if you have questions, you can join me in the Site School community on Facebook, which is linked in the show notes. And uh, that kind of wraps it up here. I will be back very soon with another new episode for you. We will be talking about other ways you can grow and earn more from your site in the near future. I am very excited for some of the topics we have coming in the month of June, and I hope you'll stick around. Thanks for joining me.